You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm your radio, radio show! Hello and welcome to the Niler Nine podcast. It's myself and Andrea Cleary. Uh, I'm Niler Nine, and uh, that's Andrea Cleary there. Hello, Andrea. How that's are you? That's me. Hello. On Hello. the other side Hello, of the good morning audio divide, we are. We're it's both the morning here. time here. It's yeah. a cold, crisp winter's morning, and there's no better time to talk about today's topic than this. I think. Who, and what is the today's topic, Andrea? Please tell me. Today's topic is another one in the series that we do here, which is officially titled Andrea's Favourite Weird Little Guys. Um, <laughs> and today's topic is Sufjan Stevens. It much in the vein of the um, of the Fortet episode we did last month. It is connected with our live event that will be happening this month. Next month, next at month. the big romance, and we won't give you too much information about it because I'm afraid to say it's sold out, and we're sorry, but it's there. Keep an eye out for it. there might be more yeah. more tickets if people return some tickets or something. But we're going to yeah, have a listening so. party, and we're going to listen to the Illinois album. Sofiane Stevens and Andrea Cleary and Nyla Nine invite you to come on feel the Illinois. So that's next month, and we're very excited for it. But today we're going to talk about. Sufjan, and I'm going to talk a lot about why I love him and my favorite songs of his and go through his discography, his kind of official albums. We're not really traipsing off into the into the collaborative projects that might be an episode for the future. Mm. But today is is Sufjan as you find him in the record store and a bit about his background and life. And I'm so excited. Yeah, and so Andrea's going to take the lead on this one because, I mean, I guess I've been right about Sufjan for like 13, 14 years now. Probably 2010 Mm -hmm. was when I first really, really, really wrote about him because Mm -hmm. Illinois came before. 
the existence of the website or just about? No, maybe it was the first year, was it? 2006? 2005 was Illinois. That was the first year. Yeah, yeah, actually. So I must have written about it. Um, I did a, when I first started the website in 2005, I did a best songs of 2005. And let me see if any of those Let's see if you were right. Got it. (laughs) LCD Sound System Tribulations was, was up there. Gorillas, Dare, I had Arcade Fire, Wake Up, Jose Gonzalez, Crosses, Fortet, Sun, Drums and Soil, Saul Williams, Talk to Strangers, TV on the Radio, Staring at the Sun, Tegan and Sarah, Walking with a Ghost, M83, Don't Save the Flames, blah, 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 blah. loads of stuff there. Uh, I did, I had Chicago in at number 15. Yay! Yeah, beside uh, MIA, Galang and Aesop Rock, oh. Face Melter, and Broken Social Scene, 7-4 Shoreline. There's some absolute classics there, Niall. Should be a lot higher. But anyway. We should revisit 2005 as a year. Because Ooh, a lot happened there. A lot happened. A lot happened there. Um, it was it was certainly a time. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was a time in music. It, it definitely was. It was um, my time. But yeah, and I think you know we were when we were kind of deciding on albums for the listening party. I think the the first album that I suggested to you, like from my camp, was. Illinois, because yeah. it's just it's such a beloved album. Sofian is so beloved. He obviously had his return this year, kind of a return to form this year with Javelin. So it feels it feels right that mm. we take a pause at this point in his career and just kind of look at everything that's come so far, because he's incredibly prolific. He's, you know, he's made some steps that people don't expect, but I don't think he's ever made a misstep in his career incredibly creative he chooses his you know who he collaborates with well he soundtracks beautiful films that are among my favorite films and and he's he's a complicated figure as well you know he's a christian and 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 we'll i think we'll we we said you and i will talk a bit about kind of how we music fans who are not christians deal with kind of christianity in in popular music so but yeah, okay, let's dive in. Who is Sofiane Stevens? We were saying before we started recording that what's what's sort of nice about Sofiane is that we don't know that much about him. And the things that we do know about him, we tend to find out through his music. He's not a big man for for an interview. You won't find him doing like the pitchfork over under YouTube, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> or like the genius thing where you sing your lyrics and then explain what they mean. That's not really his bag. But he no. he was born in Detroit. He was educated in the new school as well as a kind of a Christian school. By And he was raised by his father. I, th- I think it's pronounced Rashid and his stepmother, Pat, while Carrie, his mother and stepfather, Lowell, he would visit them occasionally, but he was very much estranged from his mother at a young age. She had a lot of mental health and addiction issues. He was in bands as a young person. He wrote and recorded his first album during his final semester at Hope College, which was a private Christian school. And then when he got to the new school, he was like, it's not music that I want to do. It's I actually want to write a novel. So he became kind of obsessed with the short story form and trying to write the perfect short story. And he wrote tons and tons of short stories with a view to writing a novel. But as far as we're aware, that novel was never written or it certainly was never published. 
But it was while he was in New York that he also wrote his his song cycle about the Chinese zodiac called Enjoy Your Rabbit. So you can see a kind of a a very like even from his early iterations or his early foray into music that he was concerned with story and he was concerned with kind of looking at other people's stories, you know, and and trying to like take his like put his own take onto it. So yeah, from Enjoy Your Rabbit, here is Year of the Rat. on that is there no lyrics no there's no lyrics on this album so he he said he wanted it to be like a film soundtrack but without the film um it's very nightmare before christmas or something yeah it is it's sort of yeah sort of feels like a musical feels like a soundtrack like i i think you can definitely get the idea of a rat in that piece like it's clear that how he conceptualizes how he's making music, even this early, this is recorded between 2000 and 2001 and released in 2001, um, that it is very visual. And it's also, there's a Christian component on this record as well. So he goes through the different animals of the Chinese zodiac, but then like year of the rat, year of the ox. Um, mm. And, but there's also year of, is it the Lord or our Lord? I can't remember. Our Lord. One, or, one or the other, which is his own um, kind of addition. And yeah, apparently dur- during this kind of writing and recording, he produced like an insane amount of music that was kind of whittled down into these 13 tracks. But I think like this isn't the album I would recommend people to start with. Um, I think this is an album that when you know Sofiane and you know how he creates music and you know the kinds of things that he's interested in doing, especially with like electronic music Mm. and with kind of orchestral stuff, it's a really nice album to kind of revisit and look at where he's kind of come from here. But there is like a lot of electronic elements. So it's actually 2001, that album, is it? Yeah, 2001, yeah. 2001, yeah. Okay, so yeah, Spotify says 2004, but... Oh, yeah. Never trust Spotify. So, I mean, it's listed as kind of anything from like IDM, which is a which is a term we love, obviously. Oh, I can see your cat (laughs) in the background. Did she did she hear the or he hear the heard the rat came in to see see about this rat. Um, He's gone. Yeah, IDM, glitch and electronica. And like, you know, I, I think this goes to show how sometimes useless genre terms like those are because you know that could mean it could really mean anything um but i i love this piece i i I don't listen to it very often but i think it's a really nice piece to put on if you're if you're 
if you're busy doing something else and you just need a kind of a soundscape in the background, there's some really beautiful tracks on this one, but I just wanted to play one from that. So we'll go on to Michigan now and the 50 States Project. So Sufjan, he stated an intention to kind of write one album based on each of the states of the United States, which definitely happened. And we have them all and we're going to, the rest of the episode is us going through them one by one, basically. But that was That's so funny at the time, true. right? Wasn't it taken so seriously? It was. Or was he just yeah. lost in translation? Like, it was like he, he, he joked in an interview he was going to do an album about each of the 50 states. And then it became this, like, Johnny Whispers of, oh, no, he is doing that. And then yeah. it was like, well, maybe it was like where you can't read sarcasm on the internet. We, I know. Maybe it was early in the internet where you're like. Uh, because it was a written interview. It it's like. Yeah. But I also get the impression with with Sufjan that he could say something as a joke, but it might not come across as a joke. Like he's not, yeah. you know. Well, he's incredibly serious about his music, obviously. So mm. so maybe that's why you're like, and he has this kind of studious kind of composer vibe to him sometimes. And, yeah. and, and very much so. Like he's, 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 he's that kind of, he's not, I mean, I guess he doesn't do many interviews. And he's not somebody you really see talking a lot so you're actually yeah. you don't really know much about his manner and demeanor so you're like oh what could this mean what does he what's he what is he saying here do you remember mm. like back then i remember there was a campaign for a a special sarcasm font which is like the opposite yeah. of an italic so like uh not forward facing but backwards facing mm. to denote sarcasm and i was like <laughs> that's a really good idea but i never took off yeah yeah (laughs) but i think i mean my own theory and i'm basing this on nothing but my own theory is that he actually did intend to do a 50 states project but that he didn't expect the reaction to michigan which is the first of the of the of the two 50 states album that that we get that he didn't expect the reaction to that and he didn't expect the amount of excitement that people kind of had about the 50 states project that it became too overwhelming a thing to do. Like that yeah. that's my theory, but I could absolutely be wrong. What he says is that it was always a joke and he was never gonna do it. But he he made two. So mm. He did make two, yeah. He but made maybe two. he was like, well, so these I'm are like, the ones mm, I want to do. Mm. Why did bitten, he pick Michigan? Do we know why he picked Michigan at all? Um he he grew up for a little while in Michigan, I believe. Okay. Um he he kind of moved around a lot. That might not be true. I'll check that. But um, the first one was Michigan. This was released in 2004 and it was recorded entirely by Sofiane kind of in his home, in his friends' homes and in a church, which is, I think, (laughs) very emblematic of just him. It's like, ah, the self, the friend and God. Um, And on this album, Sofiane himself played the oboe, the English horn, the piano, the electric organ, the electric piano, the banjo, the acoustic and electric guitar, the bass, the vibraphone, the xylophone, the glockenspiel, the recorders, the wood flute, the whistles, the drums, the percussion, vocals, and he did the layout, art design, arrangement, mixing and production of the album. So, you know. Yeah, but somebody else played a trumpet, so he didn't do everything. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's very true. Yeah, if he was a woman, (laughs) people would be like, oh, well, she didn't play everything on the album, (laughs) you know? (laughs) So this is, I think this is the album I would recommend to people first, would be Michigan. Yeah. Um, Because I think before you go into Illinois, 
I think it's really good to have a, a sort of a basis in Sufyan. It's good to have a, a kind of familiarity with his language and his concerns. And I think Michigan is a really great introduction to that. But mm. it's not it's not like it's a scrappier version of Illinois. It, it, it is a different it's a different kind of album, but they they are very interconnected, obviously, thematically being state albums, but also kind of instrumentally in how kind of big it can sound at times. It's it has all of the hallmarks of the kind of the signature uh, Sofian sounds. It's, you know, conceptual, beautiful instrumentation, beautiful harmonies, very sprawling engagement with the theme. And I love when Sofian D deals with like location and the local in his music. Um, mm. And I think a great example of that is Flint for the unemployed and underpaid. And that sounds like this. Driving to the riverside I pretend to cry It's a, such a beautiful, simple melody. That's the opening track of the album. And just as soon as I hear that opening on like low down on the piano, I'm like, oh, I'm home. I'm in Michigan <laughs> where I live. <laughs> you know, I've never visited Michigan. I've never visited, you know, Illinois. But, you know, yeah. I, I just I feel like I know so much about these states through these albums. Yeah, that's it's such a beautiful, beautiful song, such a beautiful melody. Um, the only thing I know about um, Finch is uh, the what was your man's name who made a documentary about the town, Michael Moore. About That's Flint, yeah, isn't it? Yes, you write that documentary about it. Yes, and it uh, the other thing that is kind of in the conversation right now is that Flint doesn't have clean water. Um, yeah, so it's, it's been going on for a while because I know what yeah. the film is partly about. It's I like think General so. I never Motors. actually watched that film, but I yeah, think it I is. seen it many, many years ago. General Motors is in the setup in the town, have like car plants in Flint, Michigan, and mm-hmm. then it reduces its employment, and then it, things go wrong, and then Flint. Yeah. I think there's some contamination, possibly, yes. of the water system, and it's never really been fixed, which is kind of yeah. bad. Yeah, so I yeah, think it's a sort of, of a like it's a place that people talk about in terms of like the. American sort of the industrialization of towns uh, in order yeah. to boost employment and 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 you have like you know this is an oil town and this is a uh, this is a car motors town and this is you know we're yeah. we're rubber people and and that sort of seg the segregation of of industry and commerce by location is is really interesting and and is a kind of a like nearly in the way that they do it nearly kind of uniquely American thing so then when it does go wrong 
it's, you know, Flint sort of is is what happens. And obviously it's called Flint brackets for the unemployed and, and underpaid. Um, and on, on this album, we get a lot of like Sufjan's song titles, obviously, but like mm. his titles are a lot of fun. There's a, he loves a bracket. He loves a really, really, really long song title. Like there's, oh, Detroit, lift up your weary head, brackets, rebuild, restore, reconsider, which is all uh, exclamation points. There's, um, oh God, where are you now? Brackets in Pickerel Lake, Pigeon, Marquette, Mackinac. So he's, he's saying a lot in his, in his song titles as well. And I love, I do really love a long song title that kind of does a lot of explaining (laughs) about what the song is, uh, rather than just, you know, one, one word or two words. Um, but yeah, another song I wanted to highlight from this album is called Say Yes to Michigan, which is a song about, I guess, kind of nostalgia for a place and going back to where one is raised and where where he is raised so this is say yes to michigan exclamation point by a priest and the maid on the bird still i know what to wear on my back michigan I think uh, in in that song that I was raised, I was raised refrain um, comes back later in Illinois in the predatory wasps of the Palisades. It has a kind of a similar like yeah. kind of call response structure, and we'll play that later. So listen out for that. Yeah. So I think Michigan is like it's a lot of people's like a a, a lot of like diehard Sofian fans will kind of have this as their favorite album um, of his. It kind of more broadly it does sit in the shadow of Illinois because Illinois is the next state's project to come and it was so huge and it was you know incredibly critically acclaimed and so on but I think Michigan like all of the like it's it's more than just the building blocks for Illinois that's there like it is it is a uniquely um it's it's a unique album because of the themes it's dealing with he doesn't take Illinois and Michigan and deal with them in the same way either and it's it's beautiful it's a, it's a, it's an absolutely beautiful album to return to it's really lush it's really well produced but before illinois comes seven swans are you familiar with this one oh i love this album so much you love it's this one, one of my favorite okay. ones yeah Great. i think it's just it has an atmosphere to it it has it was one of the first I listened to after probably mm. Illinois, probably the first one I listened to. You know, I was like, wow, just, do you know when you discover an artist and you're like, this, oh, this guy has loads of other stuff that's really interesting yeah, too and it's really great. good. Yeah. Um, and this is, Seven Swans is like that for me. It's very like, meditative. It's very, it's in, 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 in keeping with his kind of, um, you know, kind of pious religious nature almost as well. It's a very yes. religious album. It's, it's a, a it's a song cycle based on kind of Christian themes and Christian figures from the Bible, and it is I agree it's it is absolutely beautiful. It's very very meditative. It's very 
it's very inviting. This is something I I, I talked about when, when we last spoke about Sofian on our best of October album uh, um, yeah. roundup that um, when he does deal with religious concepts, he does so in a very inviting way, which isn't always the case with kind of Christian music. Yeah. But yeah, here's I mean it can be this. it can be read as circular or like a secular as well. It can be felt as secular as well. That's it's what's not... so great about him is that like when he's singing about love, he's kind of simultaneously singing about like the love of family and the love of yeah. you know, loved ones, but he's also singing about God because to him those concepts are inextricably linked, you know, which is so yeah, yeah it's so beautiful. But yeah, the the song I chose from this is is Abraham, but if you have a favorite feel free to play that one instead. Well, I think they all kind of give you a good impression of what the album's like because it has yeah. a similar vibe. So let's play Abraham. Abraham Worth the righteous one Take upon the wood Put it on your son Lake or lamb There is none to harm When the angel came You had raised Let's play a bit of another song for the crack. Here is The Dress Looks Nice On You. I can see a lot of life in you. I can see a lot of bright in you. And I think the dress looks nice on you. I can see a lot of life in you. Seven Songs is one of those real nice, relaxing, chill <laughs> Sufjan releases. Beautiful. Yeah, and it's his, so nice. You can it's hear such a nice his, atmosphere. His sort of like his very quintessential kind of finger picking uh, style, which I love so much. Abraham is a really, really short song. It's yeah. kind of on, only a couple of lines. It's like two sentences about the figure of Abraham who wanted to sacrifice his son to God but then an angel comes and says no don't sacrifice your son so then he sacrifices a lamb instead and the dress looks nice on you is song about um, a girl that I think he was either friends with or he dated when he was young and she taught him Mm. what nice things to say to girls are so it's nice when a girl arrives somewhere or comes out of 
like you know comes down the stairs and you say that dress looks nice on you and i think that's really yeah. sweet okay. yeah. um it's a very it's a very sweet kind of sentiment and quite boyish as well and there's a lot of, there's so much of sufyan's mu- music that i think has this like real boyish sort of innocence this boyish quality this kind of naivety and i think you know dedicating a song to someone who taught you nice things to say to girls is really really sweet and and you know in in that kind of boyish way so yeah seven swans is beautiful um it's one that i would say if you want if if you liked the sound of those songs or you like the you know the themes that we've been talking about you could definitely start with this like this is this is like a lot a, a lot of the next few like a, a lot of these albums that we're talking about right now are good departure points. Michigan, Seven Swans, and then the next one being Illinois. Mm. So yeah, let's talk about Illinois. <laughs> oh! <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, it's the big one. It's the... Mm, the one it's that the classic album in his, so, in his yeah. discography, I think. Yeah. It's his pet sounds, definitely. Uh, yeah. So, so when we put this on sale um, for the listening party this week, I mean, we only, the listening party can only allow for like 40 people to be there at it. And that's kind of nice. Um, but there was a huge demand for this. Um, and I had emails from people who were like, didn't get tickets and stuff like that. I remember back when mm-hmm. I, I think it was 2012 or 2013 or something. No, maybe 2015 or so. Let's check that. When I put on the Glass House Ensemble performing, uh, Sufjan mm. and the reason we did that with Glasshouse and Sufjan in the Douglas Hyde Gallery is because he played a gig there once and we were like oh yes. that'd be a nice thing nod to do so it's 2018 actually so we did two nights in the end because he did, he'd done a gig 14 years previously so that was 2004 in the Douglas Hyde Gallery and so to, as a nod to that we put on two nights in the end uh, with Glasshouse performing the musical Sufjan Stevens because there's so much demand for it. And it, it's very unusual for uh, an artist like this who's sort of, you know, he's not underground, but he's not like, he's not massively popular either in terms of you mm. wouldn't know it, but there is huge love for him out there and people absolutely fall over this album especially. Even yeah. I ended up talking to Asthmatic Kitty, his label, and I'm not sure who I was talking to, but they were just like, look, great, you're doing it. Just like, don't use this photo. <laughs> it was basically what they were saying to me. I was like, cool. Fair great. enough. Uh, yeah, fine. Uh, but they were, it's such a, this is the one that people go absolutely crazy for. So why? Why? Why is that? I mean, yeah. let's talk and, about why. And quite rightly, you know. So this comes out following, so we've got Mich- Michigan in 2003, Seven Swans in 2004, and then Illinois in 2005. I think Part of the initial sort of excitement about this album is, oh my God, he's done another 50 States album. I like, so even before you listen to it, I'm, I'm familiar with, with the Michigan record. I loved the Michigan record. I love what he did with that. We're going to get this again with Illinois. And we, we do and we don't. Like, I think Illinois is a much more, what's the word, ambitious album for sure, in terms of like the scope of it, in terms of its its instrumentation, in terms of what he's doing with, you know, time signatures, in terms of harmonies, like everything is sort of him at his best and his most creative and his least yeah. inhibited. And 
to, to even just to talk about it, like you need to talk about the cover, like the cover is is in itself iconic. It was held up for ages. It was supposed to be, the album was supposed to be released like much earlier, like by a few months or something, but they couldn't get permission to use Superman on the cover. So they had to use like a little drawing of a, you know, unnamed, you know, world saving hero. And it's styled, the, the album title is styled on the cover as Sufjan invites you to come on, feel the Illinois. So you'll hear people call this Illinois. You'll hear people call it Illinois. They're, they're interchangeable. You can kind of call it either. And this is the album that has Chicago on it, which is, it's his first day of my life by Bright Eyes. It's his Heartbeats by Jose Gonzalez. It's, you know, it's it's his song. It's the song yeah. that if you're looking to use a Sufjan song in like film and television, uh, you know, we had The Bear this year, but in, in the first season of The Bear, it's used really well. It's actually a live version used in The Bear. It's the song you choose. Yeah, it's the go-to. Yeah. It's the go-to song and it's a beautiful song. And I think it's the first song of his that I that I really loved. Because this was the album that got me got me into Sufjan Stevens. I was like, "What? What is this mad album? Like, what? What do I need to do?" Yeah. Like, but it's an album that I have kind of grown with so much. I listen to it so often. I I listen to it as an album more than I will dip into it because it, if I want to just listen to one song, I'll end up just letting the rest of the album play anyway. And it, like like many, many, many other people, this album just means so much to me. It's the sound of me sort of finding my feet in terms of the music that I like. It's like, it's so big and so small at the same time. And I get something out of it every single time I listen to it. Yeah, um, it's a sprawling. It's very long. It's got lots. Very long. To, lots to get into. Every time you listen to it, you're like, oh, yeah, that one. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's really great. There's so many great songs on it. Yeah, you kind of go, oh yeah, I haven't listened to that one in a while. Yeah, like lyrically, you can go down a lot of rabbit holes, and I still do. Um, but also instrumentally, like when you listen to it, you're like, oh god, I didn't notice that horn there, or I didn't notice that, like you know, really low in the mix electric guitar that comes in here. And from 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 Sufjan's perspective, it's still a very personal album, but probably a little bit less so than Michigan. I think it's. It, He's dealing with Illinois as a state from a much more kind of historical perspective. You know, he said he said before that he did like months and months of research, like looking through historical documents and, you know, reading a lot of documentation while writing the album, which I think is is um, is adorable, frankly, but, you know, worth it as well. Like he really wanted to capture what the state of Illinois, like a, a kind of a historical perspective of the state of Illinois and something a bit more reflective that you can think about in, in, in the two thousands. And it's also very concerned with his faith. It like all music from basically seven swans onwards. So here's just the, I, I suppose, I don't know if you can call it a centerpiece of an album, if it comes as early as, as this song does, it's the third track, but this is come on exclamation point. Feel the Illinois, part one, the world's Columbian exposition, part two, Carl Sandburg visits me in a dream. Oh, great white city, I've got the adequate committee, where have your walls gone? I think about it now. Chicago, in fashion, the Soviets, 
That song is long. It's in two parts. It changes time signatures. We heard the kind of the five four signature there, which is like, you know, kind of giddy and a little bit like yeah, unstable. It feels. Um, but it's like that song. I just think contains everything you need to know about Sofiane. Like it's 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 such a beautiful beautiful song. It's so rich. It's so lush. It's so big and grand. And just kind of lo- looking at things like in in a completely different way. Like, so he's like, oh, I want to write a song about Illinois. I'm going to research the 1893 World's Fair because that seems like <laughs> the the correct starting point for this, you know. And it's about like the song is about art and it's about industry and consumerism and commerce and progress and kind of where art fits into all that. And he he references the kind of specific like products that were exhibited at the World's Fair, the, the, the soft drinks, the Ferris wheel, the cream of wheat. And I think really captures the sort of like excitement that people must have felt. Like ha- Harry recently read a book about the World's Fair um, right. and was telling me all about it and just like the the absolutely mad feeling that 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 people had that you know we we are actually entering into the future here and this is a future that is going to be for everybody we are all going to benefit from this this is the american dream you know and i think it's all sort of wrapped up in the world's fair and also about like how they were you know flying in exotic animals from all over the world and just like all this mad stuff if if i i'll, I'll ask him what the name of the book is and we can put it in the show notes but i don't i don't have it to hand right now He's also, but Sufyan is like, you know, he captures all of that excitement, but he captures it in a, in a way that sort of highlights a naivety or a, or a trickery, maybe, you know, he's, he's asking like, what would Frank Lloyd Wright say about this? You know, what, what are the, what is the impact of this commercial kind of like if, if the the building blo- blocks of the state being so commercial he he's wondering like what are the impact of the ads you know he says but but when the ads come i think about it now and he looks back on on kind of the hope of the world's fair with a bit of like a sorrow or a shame given the state of the world kind of and the state of america regarding consumerism today and i just think that like how he does all that lyrically how he does it musically like if anyone asked me, like, prove to me that Sofiane Stevens is a genius, this is the song I'd play them. Like there's like you can listen to it hundreds and hundreds of times, which I have, and you can still find something in it that is that is new and exciting and clever and and not self-satisfied in its own cleverness either. It's like it it, it really this feels because it's such an excitable song, because it's so kind of bursting at the seams with ideas and there's there's almost too much in it, but not quite. You can you can feel how how excited he is to kind of tell you everything he learned and, you know, yeah. and like think about it and, you know, what it's must it have been like? It, Imagine kind of like it's got a gallop to it. Exactly. That's that's the perfect way to say it. It's got a gallop to it. And you know, beautiful, beautiful harmonies in it as well. Like, you know, his his um his female backing vocalists are all over this record. And I think that they really shine in this song. It, it's just it's so I could talk about this song for hours and I won't, but 
this is this is a big 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 Sufjan song um mm. and if you you know if you haven't listened to it like properly you know with the lyrics and it's like it's a great one to just spend an afternoon with <laughs> yeah but there are and many moments like this on this record as well there are right? there are I mean, tons so many like you know like i said chicago's on this record i i didn't choose chicago to 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 play just because i i think people are are very familiar with it you know cashmere uh, song that almost got ruined, or, like a couple of years after it was released i think like it got co-opted by you know kind of very mainstream like it was used a lot on like football ads and stuff and you're like oh this is weird was it <laughs> oh yeah i remember hearing I it like that. uh like i think it like RT would use it a lot and stuff like I was like this is weird oh. please stop it was um, it was very big on kind of ukulele YouTube as well oh yeah well I mean that's it that's that was ukulele yeah. time yeah because for sure the ukulele and then I think time. I think actually like Today FM and places like that used to play this which is cool but also like wow mm. okay you wouldn't expect it but because um, it is a six minute esoteric song about um, a US state so therefore you're like well there's lots going on there uh, lot lyrically on as there. well you're like if I wow. was crying in the van with my friend it was, for free- it was for freedom yeah so not the kind of thing you'd normally hear on Today FM or uh, most mm. radio stations these days uh, so I never noticed still, that um, in Chicago I never noticed that it was six minutes long before you said it there. Yeah, see, yeah six minutes, four seconds. Um, yeah, and there's also um, Kashmir Pulaski Day, which is a, an incredibly, incredibly sad song about um, a loved one dying over a holiday weekend in March. And I won't play that just because it's early in the day and I don't intend uh, to cry generally before noon. So I've chosen definitely an, another song that does make me cry, but won't today because I practiced before we came on, which is the predatory wasp of the Palisades is out to get us. So it's so beautiful. I've I've such a strong memory of studying in the UCD James Joyce Library and listening to this album and this song 
playing and it was like it was for my summer exams it was a summer's day outside and I just sort of just sat back and just took the few minutes and listened to it and really let the song kind of like seep into me you know because I'd, I'd listened to it before with the album but for some reason it was just that day there was whatever it was about the yeah. light or you know it's for some reason that day it just it all hit me but yeah I think I chose this song because I think it's it's we haven't mentioned kind of sexuality yet in Sofiane's music and and it's something that is important um we I mean I don't want to use phrases like got confirmation but I mean like there's there's been a lot of, we'll say, kind of well-meaning speculation about Sofian's um, sexuality um, in in within his fans over over the past, you know, decade or whatever it is. And this is a song that I think deals with sexuality really, really beautifully. It tells the story of kind of falling in love or being in love with a boy over the span of a summer at a summer camp. I think we can probably infer that it is a Christian summer camp, given his upbringing and also given how he's kind of dealing with feelings of guilt and shame mm. throughout the song and how he deals with it with a, a very sort of like very gently engaged with forbidden kind of love. It's a it's a it's a there's a real innocence in the love that is in this song. You know, it's like the the absolute most important thing in the world or the absolute most uh, terrifying thing in the world is is kissing a boy. And that's the extent of it. And and there is, you know, that sort of, like I was saying earlier, that kind of like boyishness, um, sweetness, innocence that's that's in it. And And I think it's a really beautiful example of how he can take a topic like that like a first love or a first realization uh, or awakening and make it sound so hopeful and jubilant and how he can focus on the image of a wasp biting or stinging his friend and the effect that it had on him like the emotional effect of his friend being stung by a wasp is and it's just like you know who else is doing that like who else is (laughs) talking about love in that way and like the I don't I actually don't always like like Kashmir Pulaski Day I don't when I'm listening to this album there are times when I'll skip this song because I just like it is so much kind of emotionally to listen to it it's uh, like the backing vocals like the oh great sights upon this state hallelujah and then they don't get to finish the hallelujah and it just punches me in the heart every time I hear it. It's so, it's so beautiful. It's an amazing song. Great. I mean, there's so much to get through. So let's move it on a little bit from Illinois. Maybe we'll talk a bit more at our event about Illinois because we could do, you could do a whole album about this easily and uh, our whole Look, episode I, about this I could album. do a whole episode about each of these songs you know this is yeah. one of those albums that you could do that um, dissect podcast about you know like, yeah. like and you would have too much <laughs> to talk about still 100% 100% 20 um, whatever so we'll, we'll we'll move on somewhat because the next thing I want to talk about is bit. Avalanche which is a collection of outtakes from the Illinois album. So we're not we're not moving away too quickly, but we are we are onto a new album uh, territory, um, which is 
Avalanche, which came. What year did Avalanche? 2006. So this is an hour and 15 long. It has, what, 21 songs on it? Yes. So just to give you a lot lot of those songs are Chicago. (laughs) Yeah. There's at least three new versions of Chicago on this. Okay. Acoustic Um, version. Adult, adult contemporary, contemporary easy, easy listening, easy listening version. version which is the one I want to play um, okay and then multiple personality disorder version which is also okay. great all three of them are amazing um, but yeah I chose the adult contemporary easy listening version because I, I don't think it gets enough love <laughs> and I really love this version so yeah here it is we sold our clothes to the state I don't mind I don't Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. So I, I love that version. Um, I'm not, I'm also not going to spend too much time on this album. Um, but another song that I absolutely love from this record is No Man's Land. And I think it, it could have very easily fit into um, Illinois as a record, but it's on Avalanche. There was a car in the bay by the boat that swept and swayed. Whoever you are, in the water that we made I'm counting it out I'm counting it out I'm working it out inside I'm counting it out to the floor You know, very few people have that kind of intricate level of instrumentation and arrangements on their outtakes. 
<laughs> like honest to god like and this this is what I this is how I feel like I think these three albums Michigan Illinois and the Avalanche um I think of them as a set because I think that that's sort of like ev- even in the outtakes it's all there you know there's the there's the big brass there's the beautiful harmonies like it's it's all there. it's all very very well thought out so I do tend to kind of put these three in a little set together. Mm. And if I'm listening to one, I'm probably going to listen to, to another the next. So that's that's 2006. Um, and Avalanche is, is you know, it's an outtakes album. So it's not, I, I don't know if it's considered part of his like studio album, like oeuvre, but yeah. I would recommend listening to it absolutely like as, as an album. Um, but we have to wait then until 2010. Um, yeah, because so, he's done. A, he did a few things in between that time. So we're not going to really go we're into the BQE, on that now. the project about the motorway, Brooklyn Queens Expressway, yeah. um, and he had <laughs> he collaborations did. with. He did that, um, <laughs> but yeah, we're going to skip past that because I mean, this yeah. is kind of like when things kind of grew into, and he came back with his first proper album, which is the Age of Ads. Yes, so the Age of Ads, we hear electronics in this album you know kind of first first time we're 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 dealing with that since um since the first record really um this is you know first first album we've had in depending on who you ask five years or four years it's much more there's more manipulation of his vocals it's a more produced album more akin to enjoy your rabbit and he said in a in a pitchfork interview in 2006 i'm getting tired of my voice i'm getting tired of the banjo i'm getting tired of the trumpet and while he was writing this album he was recovering from an illness as well so love and death and god we have the kind of the trifecta of sufyan very much in this album as well very intertwined he rarely engages with one of those concepts without linking the other two and it's everywhere on this album but i guess unlike the three albums we just talked about and certainly the states projects there's no real kind of concept you know you you look at it and it's the age of ads and you think that it's going to be an album all all about advertising and kind of you know commerce and the things he was dealing with in in illinois and that's definitely there but it's also a very personal album it's very introspective and he he's not as much conceptualizing his emotions within a kind of, you know, a state or a song cycle or or the Bible or, or whatever it might be. So we get a really beautiful song opening it, Futile Devices, which appeared on the Call Me By Your Name soundtrack. People might be familiar with that. That was released alongside Mystery of Love, which I think are two of his best songs. Um, so yeah, here's, here's uh, Futile Devices.
that's that's futile devices. Um, and I think it's it's maybe a, a little bit of a what's the word like a like a false start for this album because uh, you know mm. a lot of the rest of the album is quite different to this. But you can hear in his vocals there and in 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 sort of the you know the production of the song, it's got a little bit of a bit more graininess. His vocals have a bit more graininess. There's a bit of a, there's like a kind of a a screen between him and us. It's not as much, you know, him directly into the microphone kind of speaking to us. There's there's a bit of a remove there, which I think is really beautiful. And, and it's um, an atmosphere. That's the word I was looking for. But elsewhere, the album is really, really kind of experimental and out of the sort of comfort zone that I think Sufjan has been in and also Sufjan fans have been in so here's just a little bit of the eight minute title track the age of ads Yeah, much more bombastic in scope, mm. much more like dynamically uh, detailed and um, mm. less intimate for sure than any of his Less intimate. Stuff. Do you think his vocals in that snippet, do you think they sound like anyone in particular? Anyone else? I think he sounds like Bono. Oh, um, oh okay. I think there's a bit of Bono mm. in his vocal delivery there. Go back and listen to it later okay. and just think Bono. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> think Bono. yeah. So, look, there's there's a lot to get into on The Age of Ads. It's, 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 it's a great, great record. It's one that I don't listen to that often, but returning to it for this, I was like, yeah, there's loads of good songs from this. But we're going to skip forward again. We're going to go to 2015. I did see him in actually in 2011, um, oh. just after that album came out, when he played in the Olympia there. Yeah, uh, I just saw there is a review of the the gig of Bot Nine or Nine from 2011, and I was, was super impressed. But he also played a lot of the older stuff as well. But yeah, very mm. big, like lots of they called it a cosmic pageant at the mm-hmm. time. So like a real big uh, undertaking, kind of a very theatrical show. So yeah, if you want to have a look at that, yeah. So we skip forward to 2015. Uh, Sufjan is jumping off the electronic music train um, and he's harking back instead to his kind of much more intimate, much more acoustic work with Carrie and Lowell. This is a lot of fans' favourite Sufjan album. If it's not Illinois, it's probably going to be this. And it's deeply, deeply, deeply personal. I think it contains his most beautiful songs like his most just like on the surface level aesthetically beautiful songs 
And it's been really hard to choose just a couple of them for today. But the album was written following the death of Sufyan's mother, Carrie, in 2012. Who, as I said earlier, he had a very, you know, tumultuous relationship, but but, but loved her very much. Um, and he's on this album, he's kind of he's working through a lot of his memories from his childhood while also trying to come to terms with the grief he's feeling after her passing. And, you know, as we've said, Sofian is a Christian, so that that plays a, you know, your your Christianity is never tested more than than when there when there is a death. And especially the death of 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 a parent who raised you Christian, you know, so it's it's very complicated. It's a desperately sad album and utterly, utterly beautiful. Like at times this is just breathtaking, this music. My favorite song on the album, I think right now is Should Have Known Better. Um, so here's a bit of that. So he's he's sort of he's working through his initial reactions to her dying and the the things he's kind of trying to do or feeling that he should do, like writing letters and grieving properly because he he kind of didn't initially start to grieve her. Yeah, uh, kind of in a I don't know, in a healthy way or in a in, 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 in the way that you would expect. It's so beautiful that 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 change up into the. Oh, be my rest, be my fantasy is just like, you know, harmonically just so, um, so touching. And elsewhere on the album, I've only chosen two songs from this album, but I would really, really recommend everybody to listen to it kind of from start to finish. But these are great songs. These are two of his best. Yeah. So the 4th of July, which is right now actually his top song, his top played song on Spotify. So I don't know what, I don't know why that is. Um, you like it's it's always been Chicago. I don't know why this has kind of pivoted to the post. Uh, no, it was for a while. Um, Mystery of Love from the Call Me By Your Name soundtrack. But yeah, Fourth yeah. yeah, of July. This is written as a conversation between Sufjan and Carrie, and is just one of the most devastating pieces of music I've ever heard. Um, here's just a small bit of it. July on the 4th of July 
So after that, the next we hear of Sofiane is that he's written music inspired by Ariana Grande's Thank You Next. So <laughs> <laughs> the man contains Thank God multitudes. for that. I was on the edge. <laughs> the man contains multitudes. Yeah, The Ascension is the next album that, that comes um, from Sofiane in 2020. Um, it's described by Sofiane as a pop album. It wasn't as well received as Carrie and Lowell. I think, did we, did we talk about this? I have a memory I of perhaps us talking yeah. about this. We, we may have reviewed it. I don't yeah. remember what I thought of it at the time, but I'll admit I don't, I don't return to this album very often. Um, but I did for today. And I think there's actually, there's a lot of really, really good stuff on it. So I'll, I'll choose one song from it. Um, this is Video Game. Definitely a more pop music, straightforward sound for uh, Sufjan. Yeah, like eighties. You can hear the links between this and Ariana Grande's "Thank You Next" for sure. Um, I'm going to move swiftly on to 2021. Um, Convocations, a collection of 49 instrumental songs written following the death of his father, um, which he described as a 49 track reflection on a year of anxiety uncertainty, isolation and loss. Um, he said, so obviously bear in mind this is 2021. I think this past year I've just felt so overwhelmed with the content of the world, the pandemic and all the extreme sort of political movements and racial inequality. And then the terror of this invisible plague. All of that is just like weight bearing down on us every day. I felt I had almost been rendered speechless in a way. I wanted to create music that didn't have a narrative and didn't have verbal content. So here is Meditation 5 from that collection. Yeah, I think the nature of that album, the way it came out was quite difficult to, you know, really get your, it wasn't, it's not a casual listen, for sure. <laughs> the length. No, and I mean, it's it's different to Carrie and Lowell, you know, like we got a lot of, I suppose, information in Carrie and Lowell. We got a lot of very personal stories about his mother, but with his father, we 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 don't see that we don't hear that relationship kind of lyrically in this and i think that's why it takes kind of 49 songs for him to to make make his way through all of that this is another one that i don't return to a lot 
because I think what I love so much about Sufjan is his vocals. So it's it's literally just a, a kind of an aesthetic preference thing. But but these are beautiful, beautiful tracks. They're they're kind of organized into different, you know, meditations and so on. So that's what is that? 2021. That's a five volume collection, by the way. It's long. It's an undertaking. And then it that brings it brings us to this year it brings us to javelin which is the sort of like the surprise return to the melodic expressive sufyan that you know we've seen come and go a lot throughout the years you know he does he 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 rushes off somewhere and does a lot of like electronic stuff but he he always comes back to this and i think this is his sort of like this is the state that he's most comfortable in and We'll talk about this one a, a little bit now, but as I said before, we do have, or at least I have a review of it in our best of episode for October, where I talk a bit about the context. But I mean, the short the short context for this is that uh, Sofian has been extremely ill over the past year or so, and is on the mend now, is home from hospital, uh, had to have a lot of rehabilitative work, had to learn to walk again, was very, very severely kind of impaired for a while there and was keeping us updated on his journey on his Tumblr account, which I, I, I love that he has a Tumblr account. And we also learned that very, very sadly, his his partner passed away earlier this year as well. And we we learned that on, on the day of the album's release, he told us that. So it was a really um, it was kind of a lot to take in. It was a lot for him to give us all at once this album, which is, again, you know, incredibly personal like it's it, it's it, it's it's this and Carrie and Lowell I think are the two the two albums that I would imagine were the most difficult to put out in the world so yeah basically it it brings us to Javelin like I I I think it's it's among his best records I'd, I'd put it there with Carrie and Lowell I'd put it there with Illinois I'd put it there with Michigan it's yeah it is really it's great. an incredible it's a great piece album. and it's 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 Sufjan at his most Sufjan-y <laughs> In a way. Yeah. Yeah. Let's play a bit of Yeah, let's play a bit of just a little bit of Jennifer Lacking Ghost. Yeah, look, we won't say too much about Javelin now. We we have end of year stuff coming up. Um, we're probably, I, I'm definitely going to be talking about it. I don't know if you are, but there'll, there'll be more time for Javelin. So I know I said I wasn't going to foray into his other works, but I had one, one thing I wanted to bring up, which is that Sufjan has a Christmas album. And as it's the time of year... To be listening to the Sufjan Christmas <laughs> album, I, I tend to wait until mid um, mid November. Myself and Alan McGuire will text each other when we have our first Sufjan Christmas song. Um, so I'm just I'll just play one. This is "Come Thou Font of uh, of Every Blessing." Is it "Come Thou Font of Every Blessing" uh, from "Songs for Christmas"? And if you haven't listened to this album, do yourself a favor. Just like while you're putting up the Christmas tree, it's beautiful. Come thou fount of every blessing Tune my heart to sing thy grace Streams of mercy never ceasing Call for some 
So yeah, Sufjan did a lot of EP stuff, I think, mostly for friends and family originally. And uh, a Bahi, this is a collection of box, a box set basically of five separate EPs and other stuff. So it, it amounts to over two hours of Christmas music, a very prolific uh, yeah. seasonal music. And and one of the lot of hymns. best modern um, kind of examples of, a, of Christmas music um, that is palatable <laughs> and yes. continues to be palatable because yes. that is a tough tough call for many people to be able to achieve absolutely and i think part of that is that a lot of these are hymns and hymns are timeless and 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 amazing and beautiful and yeah there was a there was a whole thing about you know him sending a a fan like won a competition and he sent a fan uh, a a christmas song and he was the only person in the world who had it and there's a whole story about that maybe i'll talk about it more (laughs) at christmas but um yeah wanted to shout out the uh songs for christmas because it's it's beautiful and that's sufyan i mean you know i yeah, feel that's like the top you know, line kind was, of sufyan, yeah for sure i was skimming the surface of sufyan because i mean like i said earlier i could talk for an entire episode about you know one song but this is very much you know if you if you know a few of his songs and you're like oh i really should get into him i think Hopefully this was a good overview for you and hopefully, you know, I maintain start with Michigan, but you can equally start with Carrie and Lowell. You can kind of, you can go in wherever you like. Maybe not age of ads. Maybe not. <laughs> no, probably not. I don't know yeah. noise as well. You could start with that. Um, you can start with Illinois. I think you have to You can start with Illinois. You can start with the new one, definitely. But I would, I would earn Illinois. I would build your way up to Illinois because then it's just like this whole thing. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's amazing. And the other thing I love about Sufjan and like it is, you know, there's so much like we, we talked about there's so much of his family in this music as well. Mm. He writes about them. He works with his stepdad as well on with the label Asthmatic Kitties yeah. run with his dad, his stepdad. So, you know, it's just always it's very homely. It's very it's remained that kind of resolutely independent kind of thing. Asthmatic Kitty being the label and always continuing even when call me by your name and he was playing the Oscars and stuff like that you were like oh look at him he's playing I the know, Oscars I know and like those it's kind of like when, when Elliot Smith thing. was playing at the Oscars it's like what are you doing here you're mine like what are you doing yeah, yeah. what are you doing there in front of Celine Dion like it's crazy <laughs> it's, yeah and his Don't Oscars performance of um, of Mystery of Love is so beautiful and I haven't played Mystery of Love but like oh my god and the, the fucking song from the from the Tonya Harding soundtrack as well is yeah like he did incredible. two songs about Tonya Harding didn't he? yeah just yeah, amazing I so. like so I think that we have we have another episode in us about kind of Sufjan's like offshoots and his um he's he's scored films he's done so much but this is a good place to start I think for sure, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to leave it there this week because it's busy, busy time and yep. I'm going to the dentist. Let's be honest. That's what's happening. Not going I have to, to go dentist. to the dentist. <laughs> I was late for the dentist. So we're... Yeah. we're okay. We're, That's great. Thank you, Andrea. Thank you, everyone, for listening. It's patreon.com forward slash Niler9. We'll be back with our... Kicking off our best of 2023 episodes, including the famed Niler9 podcast awards. But yeah, we'll be starting with them on yeah. our next episode, whenever that may be. Who knows exactly? 
Yeah. I have a baby on the way in the next few days, possibly. It's coming. So we'll just have to play it by ear. So let's just see what happens. Okay. Yeah. That's and it. Thanks so much to Georgia week. for this, uh, for producing this episode. We have a new. Yeah. A really, new member of the really team. Great help. Thank you so much. Right. Thanks, Georgia. And thanks, everybody, for listening. And we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.